Today, reflection on some of the bigger news stories of the week since the last post on the 28th of October. This is the Scottish News Bubble. Jeremy Corbyn was suspended from the Labour Party by the new leader, Keir Starmer. This was seen by many of the English newspapers as clear, decisive leadership. But some of the more nuanced commentators in Scotland saw this as a quite ruthless and unnecessary move. Among them were Pat Kane, Dana McGarvey and Angela Haggerty. Pat Kane wrote about it in his weekly column, saying, Stammer appears to be trying to erase all references to Corbyn. Despite the new membership he brought to the party, the alternative media and the new policy organisations. I agree. Also, last Thursday, Scottish Television's Herod News resigned following four journalists making complaints about inappropriate behaviour in the newsroom. Stephen Lauderdale previously worked on Canadian television before being brought over by Scottish television. He is replaced by Linda Grimes, who is the deputy news editor at STV. This is a welcome appointment of a female at one of Scotland's main news sources in a very male-dominated industry. Staying with media, Rebel Alderson posted his last report on Radio Scotland at the weekend, focusing on the successful battle of ex-miners to get their name cleared over police action brought on them for picketing during the minor strike in the 80s. This was a long campaign to get the, these convictions quashed due to the controversial nature of the charges. Revel reflected in his last report on his upbringing in County Durham and the strong feelings this issue had evoked, stating that he went back to a wedding in the village he was from and before the reception started, everyone was made to sign a petition demanding the miners got justice. A different era 
and at table journalism. Now we sorely missed on Radio Scotland. Revel has been a social affairs journalist for Radio Scotland since the mid 80s, covering all the major non political news stories, including the minor strike, Ravenscree closing, Piper Alpha, Tumblane shooting, and the Lockerbie terrorist atrocity. He'll be sorely missed, and let's hope the type of journalism he represents will not retire with him. The Herald recently retired their social affairs journalist also, leading to worries that this very important area of news journalism will not be covered on a Scottish basis. Also in the news, the most famous actor to come out of Scotland and Edinburgh especially, Sean Connery, has died peacefully aged 90. Although Sean Connery has not lived in Scotland for many years, he never forgot his roots and his fame was often remarked on. He was the first actor to play James Bond and his role in many of the 007 movies will be fondly remembered by many. In an age before many films were made, Sean Connery was a huge actor and remarkably his dad was a truck driver and his whole family were very down to earth. Change days indeed. Alex Massey commented in the Sunday Times saying Sean Connery was a working class lad from Edinburgh. He moved away from Scotland but never left Scotland to leave him. He was tough and iconic, a kind of Scottish John Wayne. And he was thrown, proud, quick to anger, thin-skinned and possessed a keen sense of his own worth. Fools would not suffer gladly, and those who offended Connery's sense of himself were not easily or often forgiven. But it was also via the Scottish International Education Trust he established, with his earnings from Times Are Forever, a generous benefactor whose charity changed countless lives. Actions were for other actors and lesser stars. Connery was always a Scottish actor, 
For many Scots, he was a man's idea of a man and the kind of man many women wanted to spend time with. That was proof of real stardom of a type that Scotland had neither seen on screen before and in a much changed world may not see again. The US election is going to dominate the news agenda over the next few days. Let's hope the much-predicted violence following the poll, no matter who wins, does not happen. It's strange to see the main capital and New York getting boarded up in anticipation of these riots. It's not the kind of outcome you normally get from well-developed democratic countries. Let's hope Joe Biden wins by a landslide as his policies represent a hope for real change in America. Investment in health and education and less grandstanding and fake news and pretending that coronavirus is not the biggest issue the world has faced. Hopefully Joe Biden will quickly start working to heal the divisions created by Donald Trump's disastrous reign in America. His many promises have failed to deliver, including the wall which he's only built 16 miles of. Coverage of the night should be worth listening to on LBC with Simon Marks, Ian Dale and Sheila Fogarty. Although, as Ian Burrell said, his reign has shown the lack of checks and balances of presidential power in the USA, it has also shown the limitations of power as he has not been able to do many of the things he had hoped to do. Thank goodness. Bye for now.